Welcome to the Craving Consciousness Podcast. I'm Brandeline Johnson, a rule-breaking, nature-loving, law of attraction junkie who is a lifestyle entrepreneur, psychic medium, spiritual business coach, educator, and author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a topic that will help you to awaken to your gifts, align with your soul's purpose, and ignite your lives and businesses. We don't follow the masses. We are consciously creating our evolution. Get ready to have the best human experience every day. So, hey, you guys, I'm so excited to have my husband on the podcast today. Um, I'm almost blushing because even though he is kind of my left-hand man, I guess you could say, he doesn't necessarily participate fully in um in my business. But the reason why I wanted to have him on the podcast is because he has been, we've been together for 18 years, you think? Yep. And he has been with me from way before I ever had a spiritual awakening. And I kind of wanted to have him kind of share his side of the experience um, and what, what his thoughts were when I first started um, being gifted and, and the like, but, but the other reason is because you are, my husband's name is Phil, by the way, Philip, you are an empath, right? I believe so. Yes. Now, did you know what an empath was before I went through my spiritual awakening? No, I just thought it was kind of sensitive and stuff did compared pe- to other people. So did people say, why are you so sensitive? No, not really. What made you think you were more sensitive than other people? Uh, Just because little things would really bother me. Like, if there was one person in the room that wasn't happy, I wasn't happy. Um, If somebody needed something, I had to get it for them to make them happy because I just worried about everybody else's happiness and not mine. Still. (laughs) I still, I'm not going to say I'm cured or anything like that but yeah right so I think that's a perfect thing to share because it's not a disease or anything being highly sensitive it's actually you know it's your superpower um but the the thing with empaths is they really need to um be able to feel the uncomfortableness of someone not being happy in that room and disconnect from it so that way they don't kind of sacrifice their life based on having to make everybody else happy, right? I think that's the biggest hurdle for an empath. Right, definitely. So, for example, like you still try to find my sunglasses or you like to know where they're at, so that way when I go searching for them... I don't have to jump up and find them for you. Right. Because you don't like to feel the angst that I have when I'm looking for my sunglasses. Exactly. Awesome. So... um I'm always sharing about him on my, my Instagram and and that my empath man is what I like to call him because he is so sweet and I'm very lucky. Any of you guys out there that have a mate that's an empath and you guys have a, a partnership, right? Where there's not this ebb and flow of give and take where you actually can pinpoint, Hey, he's looking for my sunglasses because he's uncomfortable with feeling my energy. And I think it's cute as the Dickens, but allowing it to be a partnership where I'm not going to rely on him to find my sunglasses. Make sense? Mm-hmm. So 
it was about when we first moved to um, Traverse City, Michigan, when I started noticing things and feeling and sensing things. And then I remember meeting my spirit guides. What did you think at the very beginning? You were 100% crazy. <laughs> I'll be honest. I want you to be honest. I love that. So, so can you remember a certain event or something that I said that you were just like, wow, I'm going to have to call the, the loony bin. Um, kind of when you started talking about, yeah, talking to dead people, spirit guides, things like that. I thought you were crazy. And it was nice because you and your friend were doing it at the same time. And me and her husband could get together and talk about how crazy you guys were <laughs> together. I had some support. <laughs> your support group, <laughs> the other husbands of, of Awakening Wives. I love it. Um, and that's true, too. So at what point or can you think of a certain instance where you were like, wow, this is she's not crazy? I guess when you started doing some readings and things like that and you were spot on. Um, I was like, where is, she, where is she getting this from? And, you know, and it just slowly became real. And, you know, it's been a, what's it, what's it been a couple years, three years? It has been, I have been teaching intuition and mediumship development for over four years. So we're going on like at least five years. Really? Yeah. I know. Time flies. It sure does. Um, and Let's see, what else was I going to ask you? Oh, um, I remember one of the things that I remember, it was really hard. So anybody listening out there that's going through their spiritual awakening and having a husband that's, you know, skeptical or thinks you're crazy, it was really hard for me. I remember you getting really mad and yelling at me, telling me there are no dead people allowed in this house. If I find out you let a dead person in here, that's it. I'm out of here. Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> Well, I came from a really religious background and stuff, and there's only one thing. That's God and Jesus. And, you know, I've had that taught to me my whole life. So when you talk about spirits and things, the only spirits are bad spirits in in my head. You know what I mean? I didn't realize that. I just thought it was a dark thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get your damn Ouija board out because this, you're, you know, this is not good. Right. Right. And, it, and you, you know, there's dark and there's light. So... It's important to know um, what your intentions are and have your, you know, your protection and your boundaries in place because you don't, you, and you don't want to do this for um, personal reasons, really. I think the spiritual awakening is, it is part of you coming to realize who you truly are and the gifts that you have access to, but it's also part of your, you helping with the collective evolution, you helping us evolve as a species by tapping into your innate gifts and using them to move us forward instead of, you know, dabbling around in the dark because that people can right. do that. Sure. Um, I think it's, I think some of the most interesting things to me is like over these five years, you have changed tremendously to see you understand um, even more about energy. Mm-hmm. So you know when it's time to sage. Yeah, I do know. Mm -hmm. Just a feeling. Just a feeling. And the same way I can feel things now about people that I didn't feel before. And just, like what? 
Um, I can just, I can kind of read everybody. I know what they're about. I know what they're doing. I know how they live and just everything just by looking at them. I can feel if they have children or this and that or if their life is stressful, if they're happy, you know. Would you consider yourself to be a psychic medium now? I wouldn't go that far, but I would say I've come a long way. Yeah. You've actually... And you know, for the first couple of years you did this, I had no interest whatsoever. It's only been real. That's why I said it's been a couple of years because it's been a couple of years for me, truthfully. I didn't care before that or wanted to know anything about it. What do you think and made you want to start understanding more? Truthfully? Yeah. Because of how happy you are. <laughs> Aww. Really? Aww. Mm -hmm. Are you getting teary-eyed? No. My little sweet empath man. <laughs> <laughs> so it was because of my happiness. Kind of. I think so, yeah. You know, I just interviewed... But you didn't uh, used to be a happy person. Which is shocking to anybody that's listening to this that knows me. Right. They probably would not agree with you. And I did a couple interviews with some previous students last week. I mean, week. you weren't an unhappy person, but you didn't have the joy you have now whatsoever. Right. And that's the interviews I did last week with a couple of my previous students. That's what they said is this, oh, the awakening brought them to this, this feeling inside of you that you found home, that you finally found your place. And I think when you can say, oh my gosh, I know, I know who I am. And I know why I am who I am and I'm connected to everything and you just feel whole life change. Your whole perspective of life changes. Mm -hmm. And when you realize, you know, there's a quote by like Rumi that says, you're not, but a drop in the ocean. You are the ocean. And when you can hear that sentence and you feel it to the core of your soul, because you know, that you can feel that you're this drop in the ocean and that you are moving the ocean itself. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think it's brought me a long way of like just all the way down to just seeing the beauty and everything that I didn't really used to see before. I look at everything from plants, trees, and animals to totally different than what I used to think. And now they kind of bring the joy, you know, and I see the beauty in it. I love that. I love that you shared that because I think um, nature is a huge connector. And, you know, we moved from Las Vegas, Nevada um, and came to this beautiful place of, uh, you know, hardwood trees and lakes everywhere and nature galore and animals. And there's just this sense of peace that I was drawn to when we came here on vacation and six weeks later we lived here, it was like spirit was telling me, you need to come here because you're not probably going to go through this awakening, you know, just going through the emotions of society, driving, you know, to almost an hour to work and back every day with your head down, waiting to pay the bills, you know? And I think I lived here 20 years before I met you and I moved away at a really young age and I was gone for 23 years before we came back. And I never saw the beauty because I didn't know any different. So I think going to California and Vegas for 23 years made me see the beauty now, you know? True, true. Because I didn't know any different. 
So you don't really find beauty in something when you just think that's all there is. Right. Um, something else that I wanted to bring up too is you have actually channeled. I have. Yeah. Um, I know you have channeled the person that built this house. You knew where he worked and oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Just flashes of things, you know? Yeah. I even know what his car looked like and everything. You know? Yeah. But I think he's still here <laughs> sometimes. Well, yeah, I feel him when we do nice things to the yard or we fix up the house. I, I have this sense of, like, I see him in my mind's eye too. And wouldn't it be neat to get validation and actually see a picture of this guy, right? Yeah. Um, But to feel that he's proud that he's overlooking this property that he built with his hands and everything. Do you think that you want to develop it any further, or are you just comfortable knowing how the energy is? Well, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind going a little further. Mm -hmm. I could really see you, but I guess there's a little bit of fear too. You're like, I don't know, I don't want to see dead people or something. <laughs> I'm Audi, <laughs> you know. But, but yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't mind being a little more further along so it's it's funny too that um everybody that's listening to this is he has not taken my development class and so he hasn't had like real true lessons from me besides you know protection and saging and grounding and staying grounded i'm always telling you about right. staying grounded um no i've never taken anything and I, I feel kind of bad i've never even read one of your books <laughs> <laughs> i haven't read your wife's book no <laughs> And, you know, and that's okay because I, I think the thing that helps us have a really healthy relationship too is not pushing our beliefs completely on each other and kind of just letting each other find what brings them joy. All right. All right. Yeah. I mean, there's probably even still sometimes to this day where I'm like, <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> but I know you're for real and but some of it, you know, is well, tough for me. it goes deep and then it goes deeper and then it goes deeper. And so you know, you got to take what resonates with you and the stuff right. that you're not ready for yet, or it doesn't fit inside your human experience. And that's fine too, you know? Right. Um, and like, here's another one is, you know, how my beliefs were before all of this, my mother's were way more than mine. And she has come around. Now my aunt, on the other hand, she hasn't, but that's right. Tell them what your aunt thinks about us. She thinks that we have bad spirits or something because of what Brandoline does. And it makes her really uncomfortable. I don't know. She's, yeah. It's okay, though. I think this is perfectly authentic because there's people out there listening going, oh, my gosh, I have an aunt like that, too, that thinks I'm the devil. And um, when you go through your spiritual awakening, you come into this point of non-judgment. And when you really do see your place in this collective evolution, then you, you realize that everybody has free will. They're all creating their human experience. And if this doesn't fit in it, then you got to honor that, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. your mom has come a far, a long way. And my stepmom. Well, we can almost learn from her. Yeah. There's some people that don't talk about it, but that are, are very gifted too. Your dad has a lot of gifts. 
but he doesn't believe anything. He just blows. Right. <laughs> but that's cool. Well, I really, you know, I really thank you for coming on the podcast with me today. And I definitely want to have you on again. I was asking the followers, like, what do you want to know from Hubalicious? Because he's actually a really big part of my brand. Everybody always wants to know, what does Phil think? What is, what does he think, you know, um, about your gifts or, you know, what is his spiritual story? Because you kind of make jokes about some of the spiritual stuff. Sure. <laughs> of course. But I will say, I think the what I am, am so grateful for about you doing this is how our lives have turned around, you know, and we just have a much better relationship. Um, we're happy all the time. We, when's the last time we had a fight? I mean, we just don't do that anymore. We're just, I think we're just in a lot better place. Yeah, I think because we honor each other's human experience and i mean don't get me wrong we nitpick a little bit at each other but it's sure. we turn it into a joke usually because you know it's all about energy just like um the one day i was like uh-uh you i cannot even be around you because you feel crazy and you went and took a shower remember yeah. and then the remember the day that the printer went crazy mm -hmm. and you said what you had to be go outside yeah I don't remember. That. You told me you had to go outside because you finally understood what I meant about I can't. Oh, you're talking about because you were feeling like that and mm -hmm. it made me really nervous. Mm -hmm. I know. Sometimes you're having troubles with something and you'll be like, oh, shit, or whatever. And that makes me so uncomfortable. Like, do I have to go in there and fix something for her? She's angry. I'd rather just not be around it. Right. And that's the way it is with other people, too. Like, yes. Like, remember my dad had that friend come to the hotel and his energy was just terrible and he was just angry and I just, I wanted nothing to do with it or even be around it. I get that way though too, maybe because I'm an empath, but if there's somebody like angry in a store or somebody, people are yelling, I just, I, I go away from it. Yeah. So everything is energy and the more sensitive you are, and that's why empaths have a leg up on a lot of us, right. is they've been feeling this all along. You know, and it, it feeds to other people. Well, here's a perfect example a bar fight. It's between two people, but pretty soon the whole bar's fighting because of the energy that they put off, and everybody else now is enraged and they all just go at it. Well, I and didn't. it's best just to walk out of the bar. <laughs> true, but most I, people just jump right in. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, same thing at like sporting events when everybody's excited. Right. Or like at a Tony Robbins event where everybody's so pumped up yeah. and they they all go home and change their lives because they. Right. It can go both ways. Mm -hmm. It could go all, every way. And that's what intuition is awareness. That's why people riot and stuff. Mm -hmm. Because of the energy. And that's why it's so important to be very conscious about who you let near near you or who you let around in your life right and you know who i'm talking about right now a friend that we had that you thought was a really good person and i came home i had to take a shower do you remember that yes and he was just had just darkness on him and i didn't want to be anywhere near him and you did not understand so i guess i was gifted before you were <laughs> yeah that's the whole reason why i wanted to put you on here too is is because even earlier early. and he ended up being a really bad person <laughs> yes yes he did end up being a really bad person right. 
early on in our relationship, you know, you were always really sensitive and you would tell me, don't trust that person. Don't do business with that person. And then this particular person you're talking about was saying, this person is really, really bad. I think they did this, this, and this, or they're planning on doing this, this, and this. And I was like, and I always had my rose colored glasses on going, oh, these people are just fine. You know, how could you judge them just from meeting them once, you know, and turn around. You were right about everybody that you ever said. <laughs> you were right, Annie. So I'm going to go ahead and, um, you know, sign off for today. Um, hopefully I love, would love to hear your guys' feedback about our episode together and let us know if, you know, what else do you want to know from an evolving couple? Right. Um, but thank you so much for being on. Babe. Hey, no problem. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know someone else who is spiritually awakened or igniting a world changing brand, please send them my way. It will benefit the world if you help me get this pod and message to as many listeners as I can. Again, if you liked what you heard, it would mean a lot to me if you took 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I will be forever grateful. Until the next episode, stay present, stay grounded, and shine your light.